Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection, letter 14, to the same nun, December 21st, 1690. Dear Mother, it hurts me to see you suffer for such a long time. What eases my compassion for your pain is that I know it is the sign of God's love for you. Look at it in this way, and you will find it easy to bear. I think you should give up all human remedies and abandon yourself completely to divine providence. Perhaps God is only waiting for this abandonment and for a perfect trust in him to cure you. Since these remedies have not had the expected effect, in spite of all your efforts, on the contrary, the suffering has increased, resist him no longer. Abandon yourself into his hands and depend entirely on him. I told you in my last letter that he sometimes permits physical suffering to cure the illnesses of our souls. Be courageous. Make a virtue of necessity. Do not ask God to deliver you from physical suffering, but for the strength to endure courageously for the sake of his love, all that he desires for as long as he likes. These prayers, truly somewhat difficult for human nature, please God greatly and comfort those who love him. Love lightens suffering. And when we love God, we suffer for him joyfully and courageously. Accept it, I beg you. Find consolation in him who is the one and only remedy for all our troubles. He is the father of the afflicted, always ready to come to our aid. He loves us infinitely more than we think. Love him then. Seek no comfort except in him. I hope you will soon receive it. Goodbye. I will help you with my prayers, poor as they are and will always be, in our Lord, yours. P.S. This morning, the Feast of St. Thomas, I received Holy Communion for your intentions. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, choices of priests, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What is divine providence? Well, it comes from a Latin word, videre, video, I see, videre, to see, and pro means on behalf of. 
So God provides. Divine providence is God's seeing on behalf of us. God planning, providing, arranging things according to his plan. Divine providence is the carrying out of his plan. And this providence is to be trusted because God is infinitely good and infinitely powerful. Nothing is too hard for God. And so all things work for the good of those who love God. And Brother Lawrence is saying to this nun who has some kind of physical ailment. It's a physical pain that she has. The remedies for which she has tried. She's done everything she can and she's not getting any better. And so what does he say? Abandon yourself. What does that mean? It means to surrender completely into the hands of divine providence. That God has foreseen and allowed this to happen. And God can, in his wisdom and power, arrange for the best outcome. And instead of fighting and wrestling and trying to do everything herself, she is to give it all into God's hands. Think of the Israelites on the shore of the Red, of the Red Sea. They were freed from slavery after great difficulty. They began to wander in the desert, not quite sure where they're going. And they end up next to this huge body of water. And then Pharaoh changes his mind and tries to enslave them. And he's coming with his chariots, terrible army, and the people of Israel get scared. And God, though, has a plan. He led them there. He allowed them to get to that point. Why? So that he could show the world his power, so that he could, above all, show the world what baptism is all about. They had no clue what this was about. They were there to show the world how God would save all humanity through the waters of baptism. But there's also the moral lesson. God put a cloud between them and the people of Egypt. And then he told Moses, lift up your staff and I will make a way through the water. And he told the people, you only have to remain still and I will fight for you. That's the point. Divine providence was at work. And he, all they had to do at this point was to abandon themselves to it. There was nothing more that they can do. They had to make a virtue of necessity. In other words, it was necessary for them to be there. There was nothing they could change. And what they needed to do was to accept that, surrender themselves to God, and make the most of it. A virtue is an excellence. A virtue is a good thing. And when we accept the necessity of this situation, when we refuse to keep fighting against it, trying to change things, and we simply take what's given to us and we make the most of it, we're making a virtue of necessity. And in certain cases, all we have to do is to allow God to act. Now, that is not quietism this heresy of quietism, because 
such an act of abandonment is actually quite difficult. It requires our will. We're not just saying, oh, do nothing. No, he's saying abandon yourself. Abandon yourself to God's providence. And in the end, the consolation that we receive from him is beyond anything that we could create, anything we could make for ourselves, any plans we have will be nothing in comparison to what he can give us. Now, where are we going to find the strength to abandon ourselves? From the one who abandoned himself to the Father. Into your hands, Jesus said, I commend my spirit. And so it's not an accident that the end of this letter on abandonment to, of surrender, of total surrender, of acceptance of God's will, of loving surrender, Brother Lawrence brings up the Eucharist. Because there in the Mass, we make present on the altar the sacrifice of Christ. We make present his total surrender to the Father. And then he offers himself to us as our strength, as our food. That as the Israelites went through the water of the Red Sea into freedom, all their enemies washed away, all their enemies drowned, washing up on the shore, God delivering them, giving them a new life. He then set them on the road to the promised land. But what, how would they get there? What would be their strength? The manna, the daily bread that they would pick up. And so the Lord gives us the Holy Eucharist to give us the grace and the strength to make our own what Christ did so that we can abandon ourselves to his providence. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.